Welcome to episode number 22. Today we're talking about how to be in control of your own life. We're going to be talking about a concept called locus of control. It's an interesting psychological concept that I find very fascinating. I hope you do too. Enjoy. G'day folks, welcome to the Crashing Into Potential podcast. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about resilience. That is getting back up after you have been knocked down. My name is Scott B. Harris and I'm the author of the book, Crashing Into Potential, Living With My Injured Brain. It's a memoir that I have written and published that outlines my story of resilience after a major motorbike accident that nearly took my life. This podcast is designed to take what's inside of me and bring it out so that you can feel motivated to crash into your own potential. Brace yourself because the podcast is about to start. Welcome back to the Crashing Into Potential podcast. Thanks for joining me. Today, we're going to be talking about an interesting concept called locus of control. If you don't know what that is, you have come to the right place. In this podcast, I'm going to explain it to you and help you understand more about it. Because once once we know what it is, we can then go about fixing it. Or we can go about working with it to become better people. Sound good? Let's get started. Before we start, actually, I just want to show you my gratitude for you taking the time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. Time is the most precious resource that we can never get back. So I I appreciate you spending the most valuable asset listening to me, listening to me talk at talk to myself in this empty room uh, through a computer screen talking uh, talking talking to you and sharing my my concepts and sharing the things that really really interest me so I really do appreciate you taking this time because there's probably 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 a thousand one other things that you could be doing right now but you are choosing to listen to me so from the bottom of my heart thank you very much let's get into it today i'm gonna start off with a question question is how much control do you have over your own life and how much is controlled by other people and other things you see how we view this has a huge effect on how we think and how we act in different different circumstances in life. In psychology, this is called locus of control. Locus means location. So where do you place the control? So where do you locate the control of the things that happen in your life? So we can place this the the location of this control in, in two places, internally and externally. So an internal locus of control and an external locus of control. In this episode, I will be referring to internal locus of control and people with an internal locus of control as internals, and the same for externals. So this is basically another way uh, of explaining. It's very similar to the explanatory style, which I mentioned in episode 15 of Learned Optimism. 
the explanatory style is how we explain the happenings to us in life and uh, the the locus of control is whereabouts do we place uh, place the control of those of those happenings or those events that have taken place in our lives now before we move on i just want to quickly um, reassure you that we're not talking about the bugs the bugs that you'd find on a farm and in a field uh, we're talking about location so locus uh, they're different spelling i had to look this up they're different spelling uh, locus is spelled l-o-l-o-c-u-s and a that's locus for location and a locus uh, is is spelled L O L O C U S T, locust. I don't even know if you. I don't know if you call it a locust or. I think we're going way off topic here, so it doesn't matter. Let's get into into it. Adopting an internal locus of control is the first step to controlling our own destiny, and that is because. When, when, when we have an internal locus of control, we are recognizing that this control, the control of our lives, that comes from, from within. These people, the internals of the world, they tend to be more motivated and more driven to, to succeed because they feel that if they want something, they have the power to go out and get it and make it happen. And this not only applies to not only applies to their successes, but their failures as well. And because the control comes from within, they recognise that basically it's it's them that is in control, nobody else. So they can control all the experiences they have in in their life. When it comes to their successes, they put it down to all of their hard work, uh, or or I guess their their team's hard work. But it's not sometimes not necessarily going to come from them uh, that's more of an external uh, an external locus of control uh, giving giving praise to other people for their for their job that they did internals will probably kind of take all of the credit but I'll I'll, I'll talk about that in in just a moment but when it comes to luck uh, if if by chance they they were lucky to receive something or lucky to 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 get something it probably came down to their luck and they created their own luck and that is of course because they are in control of their own destiny having a, an internal locus of control will help us to dream big uh, because we we know that to get there all we have to do is put in the hard work so if we want something that's going to take way too much hard work we know that if we want it so we want it that bad we can go out and we can get it because the only thing that's standing in our way is the amount of time and and the amount of work that we've got to put in so i guess if you're really motivated like most internals are uh, then then that's not really going to be a problem for you you're just going to keep pushing through through pushing through 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 to the end that's the word i was looking for uh, the downfall to this kind of mindset, though, is that because we feel we will get there eventually, well, so if we put in enough work and, and enough time, we're going to get there eventually, we hold on to things. And maybe we hold on to things a little longer than we should. Uh, I, I, I know this because mm, this is sometimes me. I might hold on to things for, for way too long just to prove 
that it can be done. And that's not necessarily proving to other people that it can be done. It's proving it to myself. And that's not always a good thing. Because it may have been better to jump ship earlier and maybe try something different. I'm quite stubborn like that, but hey, <laughs> none of us in this world are perfect, are we? Well, there's some there's some perfect specimens out there. Uh, definitely not me, unfortunately. I wish I was perfect. Um, yeah, would be good to be perfect, perfect soul, wouldn't it? Anyway, uh, throughout my recovery, I have had the mindset that, that I can achieve anything that most able-bodied people can achieve. Not everything, but most able-bodied body things I feel that I can achieve. If I put my mind to it and I put in enough persistence, if I don't give up, I feel that in the end, I will get there. Uh, the problem that I have, though, is that, uh, and, and, and many, many people have this problem and that's that if I get halfway through something uh, that I'm really really focused on and then I quit I feel like it's a complete waste of time I've just wasted I've just wasted all that time trying to achieve something uh, and I guess it's hard to know when the perfect time to quit is maybe that can be another podcast the perfect time to quit <laughs> I don't think that'll be a very, very good podcast at all, would it? Uh, let's let's not do it and say so we did. Uh, the other thing that that I, the really, the, I guess the other reason I don't quit things is because I love that feeling of accomplishment. I love standing back and saying, "Boom! I did it! I finally got there." Uh, you know that comes from. You know, all the times that I thought I wasn't going to get there, I wasn't going to get there, I wasn't going to get there, and then boom, I got there. I love that feeling. I really, really love that feeling of accomplishment. And the thing is with these internals, as long as they want something bad enough, they are going to go out and they are going to get it. Where a, a, a lot of people come unstuck and a lot of internals come unstuck is, is knowing whether or not they can or they can't achieve it. Sometimes they think that they can achieve something, so they'll, they'll, they'll try hard and hard, and they'll just keep trying and trying and trying. And from the start, they were actually always doomed to fail. That's sometimes the case with me. I, I feel like, geez, I think that, that's something I can go out and I can achieve, and I'll put in a lot of effort, and basically I'll fall flat on my face. But I do put in the effort, and I leave no stone unturned. Having internals on our team uh, can really be uh, can really be good because they are the ones that bring motivation to the rest of the team, and the, that motivation is just to keep on going, just to to leave no stone unturned. They influence the team rather than be influenced by the team. So they they try not to listen to all the outside noise uh, when they're achieving things and when their team's achieving something. And they become very focused on on the job at hand, which is of course going to put the team closer to success. But what about the failures? I hear you say. Well, people with an internal locus of control, um, because look, everyone fails. There's there's no doubt about it. And if you don't fail, yeah, you're not setting the bar high enough. So everyone fails in their life. But the thing with internals is that. They know that they were part of 
they were part of the team or they were part of the reason why something didn't succeed or something something failed. So they can much more easily take responsibility for it instead of playing the blame game and going into a little bit of denial when something doesn't go their way. Uh, now, on, on the there's a flip side to this coin. So on the flip side, there is actually a downside to the internal locus of control. Uh, and that's something that they really need to watch out for. And that is, if their locus is too internally orientated... They can be an absolute pain in the ass to work with. <laughs> and that's because they find it hard to delegate. They find it hard to delegate the jobs. And they may not be as happy with the end result as if, as if they had have done it themselves. And a lot of people find them very hard to work with. Now, one good thing is that if you don't know whether or not you've done a good job or not, don't worry because they will tell you. They are straight down the line. Which is another reason why they're a pain in the ass to work with. But at the same time, because they're so vocal, their self-talk can be very positive too. Because they can, they 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 will say things like, "I can do it." Um, What's the best way around this problem? Uh, I will do it no matter what. Get the skills, and I will be unstoppable, my friend. They'll say things like that. Well, to be honest, I don't think they're actually going to say things like that. That might be stuff that they're thinking, stuff that they write down on a piece of paper, stick up on their mirror, and every time they pass it. They repeat it to themselves in their own heads. Now, this all this all sounds uh, this all sounds fabulous, um, and you're probably thinking, "Hmm, that you want your own your own team of internals to play with." But we could all probably take a leaf out of the externals playbook when it comes to playing in a team with an external locus of control. Uh, we uh, you will probably you're probably going to be the most loved one on the team because you will praise anyone for doing anything for such a great job. This is the positive aspect of an external uh, that we can all uh, we, 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 we can all bring to a team situation. So they definitely have their place in society and their, and their place on a team. I guess I guess in a team you want a bit of a mix. So you want you you want your internals to be motivating and your externals to be encouraging. Also, on on more of a personal level, externals are super super talented at getting over it. They are super talented at getting over it because if something doesn't work out, they don't see it as their fault. So therefore, that they 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 can hand pass the blame straight on they find it very easy to hand pass the blame straight on so maybe this isn't such a good thing but look i know that there are there are there are many many internals in this world that just they hold on to shit for way too long i am i'm one of these people i fall into this category unfortunately uh, not all the time but i sometimes do and i find it very hard sometimes to get over it whether that's a choice that i made uh that 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 
that resulted in a, in an unfortunate result or or something mightn't have worked out the way I planned for it. It takes me sometimes a really long time to 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 move past it. And that's one thing that meditation is good for. It's good for teaching uh, teaching you how to how to accept things for how they are in order for you to 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 keep moving on with your life. This is something I'm constantly working on and it is a work in progress. So these are the things that we can all take from externals. I guess there's, there's not really that many things uh, and that's just mainly getting over it and and the teamwork but there are uh, there are a number of person sorry i'll start again there are a number of personality traits that they can keep i don't want them i don't want them anywhere near me Uh, because they are so well rehearsed at passing the buck uh, the responsibility never seems to be taken up by them Uh, it never seems to be their fault that they failed something it's always somebody else's fault or something's something else's fault. This is something I talk about in my presentations, and that is taking responsibility for the choices that we make in life. So until we own it, uh, until we until we we own the mistakes and the choices that we that we make, we will never move past them because we haven't put them to bed yet, and they are still in our minds, getting getting buried, getting packed down to the bottom. This. This reminds me of something that I do often. Because I spend much of my life just thinking and thinking and thinking, I sometimes get extremely overwhelmed. Sometimes it's simply because I just don't want to forget something. So I'll think about it over and over and I'll be thinking about it constantly. And when we then pack, when when I pack, 10 things on top of on top of each other in my mind that I don't want to forget all of a sudden boom <laughs> I go into meltdown now once this happens I find it so relieving to do a um, to do a to do a to do a, a brain dump what I do is I, I, will, I will write down everything that's going on in my head all of the things that are in my head I'll just dump it down onto a page and once I, once I do that I can then put it to the side. I can then sit that piece of paper aside and not think about those things anymore. And I might never, ever, ever look at that piece of paper again. But it's just—it's simply just getting them out of my head and onto the page that 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 helps me helps me move past them. And then I can start to move forward. And this is the same. Uh, this is the same with taking responsibility for the for the choices that we make once we have taken the responsibility we can then move past those choices and and move forward in our lives now not moving past things and not getting over things probably comes from a place of disempowerment people feel very disempowered to change the outcome of a situation and that might often result in, in, in say, a comment like, ah, it is what it is. Well, this, uh, I, I actually often say this, uh, say this saying, but I say it when there is nothing, I mean nothing, that could have been done or can be done about the situation. I'll give you an example. Let's say it rains on your wedding day. 
rains on your wedding day, everything gets ruined, your, 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 your photography's ruined, your ceremony's ruined, your reception's ruined. I don't think all of that would be ruined by rain, but let's just say it all is ruined by rain. You could then probably say, ah, it is what it is. That's when I would use it. Uh, I'll use it when there is something that I can not, not actually change, which that, when using it in that context, that's okay. But this saying gets thrown around everywhere by, by the externals of the world. Any chance that they can get their hands on to say, ha it is what it is, they will say it. They'll probably say things like, oh, I'll never learn the skills to get my dream job. Ha <laughs> ha, it is what it is. I will never own my own business because I've got a family to support and a mortgage to pay for. Ah, it is what it is. Well, no, that's not the right mindset. With a change to an internal locus of control, we can realize that we are actually in control of the outcome. It isn't what it is, unless it is what it is. <laughs> that did not make sense. Uh, well, it did it make sense to me. What I mean is, unless it is definitely what it is, it isn't what it is. <laughs> but I'm going to keep. I'm going to. I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. Uh, here's an idea. You want your dream job? Well, find out what you need to do and go and do it. Go back to school if you need to. Find out what skills you need and go and learn them. Uh, go and find a mentor or, or a coach. Do something because you are in total control of your destiny. Uh, want to start your own business? Uh, find out what needs to be done and make it happen. Um, that might require working another job until you save up enough money uh, so that you can finally take the leap of faith or you can save up enough money so that if you do go out and fail, it's not actually going to be uh, life-ending or life-destroying. Uh, life it's not going to destroy your family. It is what it is. Next time you f uh, find yourself saying that, next time you catch yourself mid-sentence, just think to yourself, is this legit? and own it with an external locus of control people might even say this and they don't even believe it and instead of moving on they may hold on to things way too long and end up end up feeling as though they are the victim and things will be hard to move on because i'll be ruminating about the events and it'll keep going around and around and around in their heads now this doesn't just apply to their failures either externals also like to play down their successes and that's as though uh, the only reason that they were successful was because they were lucky winning the lottery that's lucky winning that uh, that ward or acing that exam that was probably down to the hard work that you put in to get there so give yourself a little bit of credit give credit where credit is is due where credit give credit where credit is due <laughs> uh give credit where credit is due now obviously uh, today's podcast was uh, was two extreme ends of the spectrum and most people will fall somewhere between both of them. I just want—I was just trying to point out that, sort of give you a picture to help you understand better. 
The aim in life, I guess, is to be using uh, the best of both worlds. While you're while while you're taking the bull by the horns and kicking major ass in your job and in life, and taking responsibility for your successes and your failures, you want to be the one that everyone wants on their team. Not only because you're going to be the one that that that, that motivates everyone, but you all also want want to be the person that gives credit where credit is due. So this week, step back and and observe, observe how you talk to yourself and how you talk about the things that happen in in your life and work out whereabouts you are on the scale. Uh, Do you have an internal locus of control or do you have an external locus of control? Now, neither is the right or the wrong way to live your life. Uh, You kind of want to have a bit of both. The best of both worlds, as they say. Remember, think like an internal and realize that you are in total control of your own destiny. That's it for today's podcast. Uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, I have had a brilliant time speaking to myself, <laughs> speaking to myself all afternoon. Uh, it's been great. Um, if you liked, uh, if you liked the podcast, let me know. Hit me up, uh, as a lot of you have been doing, which has been great. I'm loving it. Uh, wherever you can hit me up, wherever you get your your your, your social media fix, just search the Injured Brain, whether that's on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Search the Injured Brain, and you will find me. Leave me a message, start a conversation, maybe. Uh, maybe you can just say g'day, Scott. Uh, I don't know. Just send me a message. I don't care. Uh, also, uh, it's not long till Christmas. <laughs> it's not long till Christmas, and um, what better Christmas presents for your mum, your dad, your best friend, your partner, your whoever, whoever you whoever you're buying it for? And that is a book called Christian Potential: Living with My Injured Brain. You can purchase that from www.scottbharris.com.au forward slash book. GST included. Boom. How good's that? (laughs) Uh, No, honestly, honestly, uh, I, that is my sales pitch. Yes, but it would be a great Christmas present for you to purchase for anybody. Now, if you purchase a book between now, well, for Christmas this year, between now and Christmas, I will send you a signed copy of the book. So head on over to my website and make a purchase. I just uh, just printed off, just got another uh, another print run done. It was my third print run, which is great, and printed off another thousand books. So Santa is stocked up and ready to rumble. Okay, that's it. I'm out. See ya. So that's it for today. If you liked what you heard, hit the subscribe button so you do not miss an episode. Better still, hit the subscribe button and leave a review. See you in the next episode.